Previously, uncharged. Uh, I'm Cupid. You can call me Coop. I love Coop, okay? I'm in love with Coop. I love him, and I just can't help it. An angel of destiny takes Leo. If you prevail, he will be returned. Who do you think wrote in my diary and told you how to find me? He prepared us for everything. I was sent by the greater powers to show you your destiny. We're almost there, my lords. And, and so, so we we'll begin, begin the ultimate battle. battle. One which will destroy all the witches, including Billy and Christy. The triad tricks Billy and the sisters into using the hollow on each other. I've been waiting for you. Well, your wait is over. No potions, huh? We don't need any potions. Bunny. Neither do we. The power of the hollow destroys the manor, killing all but Piper and Billy. Look, I am so sorry for what I've done to you guys after everything you've done for me. I just wanted my sister back so badly. I couldn't even see that she was manipulating me. Okay, so let me get this straight. Because you guys altered a key moment in time by saving us and the manor, right? Because of all of that, what is supposed to happen after this won't happen? Exactly. How could you? Christy, please. It's over. Just come home. Christy hurls a fireball at the girls, but Billy uses her power, sending it back at Christy, killing her. The angel returns Leo to the sisters. This is the way the battle was supposed to end all along. And it's over. Congratulations. A woman watches the Charmed Ones through a magical cauldron. What are you doing, Nina? Patience, Hogan. And if you want to be successful taking down the Charmed Ones, you will play by my rules. 18 months later. At a luscious nightclub, a couple, Nina and Hogan, boogie on the dance floor. You are sure he's coming? Relax, Nina. He is on his way. A club hostess addresses them. You're not supposed to be here. We are on the list. Ignoring the hostess, Nina watches a guy come into the club. That's not him, is it? As the hostess walks off, an angel of destiny appears before them. What you're planning is not part of the grand design. The enemies you scheme against have fulfilled their role in the battle. It's... I control my own destiny. Hogan raises an arm to blow her up, but Nina stops him. Oh, no, no, no. Let me. Nina thrusts out her arms towards the angel and she vanishes, causing her to bump into a woman dancing. The impact causes the woman to spill her drink on an unsuspecting man. He turns his attention to Nina. Where exactly did you send her, Nina? I never quite know. 
Hopefully somewhere nasty. Anyways, you're sure he's coming? He'll be here. And he's got what we need. A leprechaun pushes his way through the crowd and over to them. Oh, I got what you need. But the question is, can you take it? Mm, classy as ever, weasel. No, Hogan. As he's talking, he retrieves a piece of paper from his pocket and holds it up for Hogan to see, while simultaneously grabbing Nina's bum. It wasn't exactly easy for me to get my hands on this. And you're being more than properly compensated. Oh, no tip. With a look of disgust, Nina thrusts out an arm towards him, causing him to vanish like the angel did. Um, Nina? What? He grabbed my ass. Students walk down the ornate hallways of the magic school. Leo stands next to Paige before a classroom full of students. Paige holds the Book of Shadows. As headmaster of this school, it is my privilege to introduce to you today's guest speaker, Paige Matthews. For those of you who are new to the school, Paige is the former headmistress of this school, a charmed one, and someone who has made it possible for you to even be here. Within the last year and a half, Paige and her sisters have reclaimed this school by beating the demons back into submission. So please, listen to what she has to say. Thank you. This is not your typical textbook. Now, I know most of you are familiar with this, but for the new students, this is the Book of Shadows, a collection of spells handed down through the generations of Warren witches, one of the most powerful books of magic ever created and the reason for most of the grief in my life. But that's a story for another day. A student, raven-haired Karim, yawns as if bored. Am I boring you, Jesslyn? My name's Karim, actually. And it's just another book. What about defensive spell work? Weapons training? Hell, I'd even take potions basics. Something a little more hands-on. Leo pulls a face. Paige? No, Leo, it's fine. It's just that if recent history is any indicator at all, we need real life skills here to fight demons, not lectures. No offense, but you retired from the fight due to age, family? Okay, one, nowhere near close to middle age, thank you. And two, not retired, just on a break. Because three, seen any demons lately? And in conclusion, if you really want to practice magic, be my guest. I wasn't trying to be rude, but yeah, let's try something useful. 
Paige hands her the book, which she opens to a random page and reads. I call upon the ancient power to mask me now and in future hours. Hide me well and thoroughly, but not from those called family. Flames erupt from the pages of the book. Oh, is it supposed to be doing that? Suddenly, Curry morphs into a huge, ugly monster, scaring the other kids. Paige. Hey, I expected it to backfire, but not that badly. If this is the future in the fight against evil, we're all doomed. In the barren, demonic wasteland, Nina and Hogan make their way into a cave. It's time to get to work. In her apartment, Phoebe is frantically looking for her keys. She passes a wedding photo of herself and Coop as she checks the couch. They have to be here somewhere. Coop is beside the couch watching her. Behind him is a photo of them holding a baby. <laughs> Where's a camera when you need one? It's not funny, Coop. I'm so late for this meeting, Elise is going to kill me. Then she's going to fire me. Where did I put my... Coop has her keys. Keys? She smiles and takes the keys from him. The two stand up and move towards the door. Relax. The paper can't afford to lose you. Still can't be late. Bye. <sighs> Phoebe walks out of the door and is magically beamed back seconds later. Okay. Sorry I forgot the goodbye kiss. No need to get all cupidy and beam me back. Um, that wasn't me. Phoebe's eyes widen as the two of them dash upstairs to the baby's room and stop in the doorway. Prue? They walk to the crib and look down at their daughter. Oh, Prue. Phoebe picks her up. Did you just use your powers for the first time? Teleportation? Well, she is half Cupid. Is it wrong that I'm jealous that she has a better power than me? I can't go back to work. I almost missed her first teleportation. And how can I leave this face? Just call in. Elise will understand. Which Elise are you talking about? It's okay, baby. I'll be home before you know it. Phoebe hurries off, closing the bedroom door behind her. Love you. Seconds later, she is beamed back in the room. What? How? <sighs> At the Hollowell Manor, Piper is stirring a pot on the stove while holding her infant baby girl as she does so. Yeah, definitely a problem. No white onions anywhere. It's a small setback. She dumps some beans into the pot she's stirring before heading to the cupboard. Nothing mommy can't handle. While grabbing a pan, she notices some potion bottles on the counter beside the stove. I just need to come up with, uh... Wait a minute. How did those potion bottles get there? Suddenly, giant beanstalks shoot out of her pot on the stove. <laughs> she throws her free hand up, attempting to freeze the growing beanstalks. Why won't you freeze? Still nothing. Her powers aren't working. Well, 
if my powers won't cut it. She sets her child down in the high chair and grabs a knife. Go with what works. She cuts two vines with her knife while a third vine wraps around her leg. Get the hell out of my kitchen. As the vine creeps up her leg, she becomes agitated. Hey, oh, watch the vines. The vine wraps around her entire body, lifting her off the ground while taking her knife away. Hearing the commotion from the other room, her sons White and Chris enter, not noticed by Piper as of yet. She's looking at her baby. It's okay, baby. It's okay. I'll, uh, I'll get us out of this. Mommy? Is that a beanstalk? The vine reaches over and wraps the baby up, and Piper looks over at her sons in the doorway. Boys, um, Mommy could use a little help here. Later, Piper sits on the couch with her feet up when Phoebe arrives. What happened to the food tasting? Yeah, the uh, the meal didn't agree with me. Maybe now isn't the best time to open a restaurant. I think Melinda is coming into her powers. I know the feeling. Prue teleported me today. Repeatedly. What did Mel do? Phoebe takes a seat beside Piper on the couch. Uh, attack me with a, a giant salad. Paige enters the living room from the back door. Juvenile delinquents. The next generation of witches will be the death of us all. Take my word on this. She takes a seat on the other side of Piper. Yeah, but I'll still take this grief over fighting Zanku any day. Just wait till the twins start using their powers. Isn't life supposed to be easier now that we've beaten the demons into submission? Still navigating the demonic wasteland, Nina and Hogan are climbing the side of a rock cliff. Now that was hell. I told you this wouldn't be too hard. Nina is a few feet below him and looks up at him. At least the view isn't half bad. The two hear a rumble in the distance as they reach the top and climb over the edge. Move it! The ceiling is caving in! Bats come flying at the two of them out of nowhere. Oh, get them away, get them away. My hero. As they walk along, they reach three cave entrances. Are we there yet? He pulls a map out from his pocket and looks at it. It looks like we are on the right. They enter one of the caves and see creepy-looking gates which are open. There are winged creatures flying within the two existing walls that lead to a large castle in the distance. On either wall, lining the walkway, there are people chained by their arms hanging. They look like they are dead or dying. I think we made it. So, do we ring the doorbell? I don't think so. As they walk slowly along the path, Weary expressions form on their faces. Looks like someone was expecting us. 
This volunteer presentation was produced by Beyond Sight Studios with the intention of making the media accessible to the blind or visually impaired. No copyright infringement was intended as this audio was produced under the 4.0 Creative Commons licensing. Thank you for listening. Theater of the Mind production. Huzzah!